Hey everybody, what's up and welcome to another episode of the Walk and Love podcast. I'm your host TJ Macedas and today we're going to do things a little differently. Instead of going over some trending topics and movie reviews and etc., we're just going to jump right into our interview with Laura Casey because it is so good and I don't want you to miss it. So Laura Casey coming up right now. We are so excited to have our next guest on the on the line and on the on the phone. Um, this is the second time we've interviewed because I forgot to hit record <laughs> after we had talked about what it's like to mess up. With me now <laughs> is Laura Casey. Laura, how are you? I am awesome. It's oh. really great to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm distracted, so I forgot. I even forgot the intro. So Laura is the founder of Southern Weddings. Uh, author of Making Things Happen and Cultivate, creator of Power Sheets, and founder of Cultivate What Matters, also a mom of three. Uh, so yeah, we're talking and we're having this great conversation, asking you questions, <laughs> talking to you about like leadership and how it's hard and how sometimes you just need to like own up to your mistakes. And then I look down and I'm like, that record button's not blinking. <laughs> that was all lost. So this thank you. This is real life. Thank you, Laura, for... Uh, <laughs> for coming back on. Um, but yeah, how are you doing? <laughs> I am awesome. So glad to chat with you. <laughs> Good. Okay. Well, we're going to jump right into it. Um, question one is from my, Bro from my wife, Brooke. Um, and Laura and I have known each other for about 10 years. We were yeah. both in the wedding industry together. Laura is the, the founder of Southern Weddings Magazine. Brooke and I used to shoot weddings all over the uh, country. Um, and so we just had a really fun relationship and we've kind of watched each other grow out of the wedding world and just do new things. And, and our, our first chat, Laura mentioned how she has about 30 some t-shirts, right? Yep, I do. I have about 30 something walk in love pieces. And I actually calculated the percentage of my own personal wardrobe that is walk in love. And TJ, it's about 15% walk in love. That's amazing. And it can worn on a daily basis in my house. Yes. In fact, there are times where I look around at the kids and my husband, Ari, and I'm like, Yep, we're all we're yep. in walk in love yep. right now. <laughs> I try to purposely match Brooke just to embarrass her, and she she's she's gets so mad, and I'm like, she's like, you saw me put that on, didn't you? And I was like, oh yeah, twinsies, <laughs> twinsies awesome. all the way. Um, so question number one comes from Brooke. Um, she wanted to know if you had to start a magazine, a different magazine today, what would it be? <laughs> well, I asked my team this this morning, and they had a rather interesting yep. answer. They said it would be about otters. <laughs> Um, we actually just recently took a kind of a quiz about your brand, right. you know, it's like those old magazine things yep. where you figure out personality type. And one of the questions was, if you were a, an animal, what would you be? Mm -hmm. And the unanimous answer from the team was otter. And the reason is, is because otters are one of the only animals that uses tools. Smart little They're guys. They're a very intentional animal. They are just a very cute animal. Um, they're very resourceful, very smart. So, um, maybe a magazine about otters, maybe a magazine uh, yeah. about, like cultivating what matters. Right. Yeah. I think I would probably have guessed that. And that the otters was probably my second guess. Um, yeah. you know, but I think both would be good. And I think honestly, Brooke would yeah. read both and she'd probably read them in bed and be like, Hey, did you know this about otters? And I'm like, stop. Um, but yeah, so that's yeah, amazing. What, uh, what animal would, would walk in love be? Oh man, that's a good one. Yeah. I think that you guys might fall into an otter-like category too. <laughs> maybe it's otter something. Oh, you're otter -esque. Maybe it's a beaver. I think you would be a beaver because right. a beaver builds really good things. Yeah, that's, <laughs> where, that's where 
<laughs> or like a bear because bears actually wear t-shirts sometimes or like a dog because they wear t-shirts too yeah well. like so a dog yeah dog <laughs> wow this is getting weird um <laughs> question number two from m kel 31 how do you touch base with god throughout the day to keep in step with him mm, i love this question yeah. i think there is such power in little seemingly small things that add up over time mm. and our little by little steps that little by little progress really does add up into a whole kind of life really a lifestyle so for me it is when i'm at work here at my desk i have my bible open on my desk all the time so and it's kind of like positioned right behind my mm -hmm. computer screen so anytime i feel distracted or i feel like i'm tempted to browse on social media instead of asking god for help all i do is just shift my eyes right. over about two i can see my bible there um, I also use a prayer app called Echo, and it's just a really simple thing that pops up little reminders to pray for my kids or to pray for a specific need mm. at various times throughout the day when I know I'm tempted to distraction. Right. Um, and there's so many other things too, mostly the power of surrounding yourself with things that remind you of where you're going. Mm. So everything from words on our walls to the t-shirts that we wear to um, even a post-it note that I have on my refrigerator, just trying to keep yourself in step by giving yourself a constant reminder because it's so easy, like we all know, right, yep. to spend more time with the world than we do with yeah. God's word. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was one of the main reasons we started Walk in Love was like, I would find myself like standing in line at Target and being like, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, wait, hi. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah. this is a moment that I have to, to be a light to the world. And like, you know, the, the entrepreneur self-employed life, like a lot of times you're in your office by yourself. And so, uh, you know, I find myself being challenged by my own clothing when I'm out doing stuff like, hey, mm -hmm. choose joy. Like, even though you got to wait and this person's taking forever, choose joy. You know, that's so good. That, that's good stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, question number three comes from my paper parade. Having developed power sheets, what do you wish you would have done differently in high school to focus on what matters? And so if you could just give people a little bit of info on what the power sheets are and then just be impressed that a high schooler is asking this question. And, you know, yeah. you and I were probably doofuses in high school. We absolutely were. <laughs> I can claim that one yep. for sure. Yeah. So first of all, what an amazing thing that you're even asking that question yep. Uh, power sheets are an intentional goal planner. It's a process that walks you through uncovering what matters and your giftings, um, and then making an action plan to use those well, and then living it out. So the thing <laughs> I always think of looking back is that I wish I was asking any question right, yeah. really, as it relates to God or faith at that time. And I just wasn't. Right. Um, but if I could go back, the thing I think would have helped me the most is to surround myself with people that want to go to the same place. Mm. Um, to surround myself with even people who might have been messing up on their path, but at least wanted right. to have a, a heart oriented towards God. And I see, too, in lots of um, younger people in our church body that... Um, are so influenced in a great way by having older friends right. who have a better faith or a, a deeper faith, mm -hmm. um, more longstanding faith. So surrounding myself maybe with some college students or we didn't have young life when I was in right, school. Yeah. So there was a young life thing. I just wish there would have been some way for me to tie into a community of people right. where I could have asked the hard questions yeah. or I could have said, Hey, what does the Bible say about this? Cause I don't really know how to read the Bible yet. So yeah. That's so good. 
Yeah, I was, uh, I think the only question I asked in high school was, what are we doing tonight or what's for dinner? I think those were the only two <laughs> questions I asked. Um, Brooke, always, yeah, Brooke always says, yeah. look, she's like, I'm glad I didn't meet you in high school because I don't think I would have liked you very much. And I'm like, no, I, oh, that's really I true. would have liked uh, my husband meeting me in high school either. And he'd probably say the same thing. Right. So. Yeah. So that's I good. I agree with that. Um, <laughs> question number four from Kay Blaurt is what has been one of the hardest lessons you've had to learn as you've become a leader and entrepreneur? Like maybe you didn't hit record on an, like an episode or something like that and you had to redo it all again. <laughs> something like that. Like that's just a poor example. Like if something like that happened. <laughs> oh, you know, it's such a cool thing that that happened though. Yeah. Because it is a great example. Of sometimes you just have to be humble and just move on and just say, you know what? I messed up. And the one thing out of many things, but the biggest thing that I've learned is that if you're going to lead like Jesus and lead in a way that pleases him and gets you and a lot of other people to heaven, um, it's going to take a lot of dying to yourself. Mm. It is painful and it is worth it. So we usually think about leadership as a glamorous, like you're up yeah, on stage. Yeah, you get to do all this cool speech, stuff and know? podcasting and blah, 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 blah. Uh, you've got the biggest voice out of all your team or whatever it is. Uh -huh. um, and really, but the truth of the matter is, I don't think many of us would sign up for leadership if we knew from the start what it would entail. Right. Um, and when I say dying to yourself, that means practically speaking, I'm the one that if I'm going to do this well, I have to be the first person to admit my faults. Mm -hmm. I have to be the first person to expose my weaknesses, um, to take the plank out of my eye before yep. I put some judgment on somebody else for something. Um, and I, I'm really the first person that has to check myself because yeah. if you want people to follow God's ways of doing things, you've got to walk it out. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, so and that true. means walking it out through so much imperfection yeah. and man, sometimes I'm like, I'm so tired of apologizing. For all right. stuff. Yes. <laughs> I'm tired of asking people, what should I have done differently, you know, to, to, to get a better result because the result is on the leader, you know, and it's on us as leaders to, to get the result. And, and, yeah. you know, and I feel like we just don't want that type of refinement. Yeah. It's not like we wake up and say, I'd like to be a leader and right. I really like for God, for you to humble me and you to like <laughs> every way that me. you can. <laughs> yeah, but I'll say that the gift of leadership is that painful thing in itself. It's like the gift and the hard thing at yep. the same time. The gift is that you are refined more yes. and that you do have to rely on the Lord more. And, you know, I'm on my knees so much during the day mm -hmm. just for needs for, and I, I'm going to say this with a caveat needs for our business. That doesn't mm -hmm. mean needs for provision necessarily. Right. Means God, please help me to make a righteous decision yep, here. Absolutely, like, help me to rectify this relationship, or uh -huh. I totally messed up with this. Help us to fix this. Yeah, you know? yeah. Brooke has yeah. often said to me, you know, she's like, she'll say something to me, you know, and like give me a, a criticism, a constructive criticism, and she'll be like, I'm so thankful that I can say that to you today because five years ago, there's no way mm -hmm. I would have ever said that, which is humbling to think like, oh man, I used to be that person that was frustrating, yeah, you know, but. Also, yep. th I'm grateful that that pruning has happened and I've sort of come that long way and mm -hmm. and have not gotten as frustrated as I once did. And, and, and that is the that is the blessing of leadership that you are sort of forced to be pruned um, or else yep. you're going to or else you're not going to survive. You know, you have yeah. to change or else no one wants will want to be around you. And typically the times where I feel the most resistance or I feel the most frustration about leadership is usually a time when I'm not surrendering. 
And when I'm not just saying, you know what, let me just be a listener here. Let me be a servant here. And it really, it all comes down to washing people's feet. Yep. You know, to be, you be the first one to not be on the high platform, but it's actually the opposite right. role that God really wants us to have in that role. So, yeah, that's yeah. so good. So, so good, Laura. Even better than the first time around. <laughs> So um, <laughs> the last question is from me. I always like to, to finish it off and ask one question. Um, and so I've been really focused on my daily habits. I read that book, The Power of Habit, which is like crazy science, habit forming loops, etc. cetera. Um, <laughs> and I would recommend it to anybody. Um, and so my question to you is, what is one daily habit that you'd like to encourage our listeners to start today? Well, I guess today or tomorrow. Uh, today or tomorrow. Yeah. Um, for me, the thing that's been most powerful that I have worked really hard to make a habit mm -hmm. like you know from yep. that book and i've read yep. that book too where um it does take time and yep. it takes retraining your possible to retrain your brain is to to really put god first mm -hmm. that might sound like a kind of wishy-washy right, thing yeah. but practically speaking that means that the very first thing i think about in the morning is not breakfast not how little sleep i got but god just mm. god being in his presence um and typically it starts with me praying. Like I'm kind of like half awake and in right. my brain, I'm thinking, God, please give me your will today. Like help me to mm -hmm. walk out your truths today. Help me to be brave, help the kids. And that starts to wake me up in the mm -hmm. right mindset. And then following that almost immediately is I've started to listen to the Bible yeah. on the audio version. With on his, Which is the best voice ever awesome. in the history of time. <laughs> so great. Um, and really it makes me think about how um, you know, back in the day, there were no individual Bibles. Right. It was such a privilege for us to have a printed Bible. But for me, laying in bed at 530 in the morning, I can't really turn the light on. So I'm so grateful for, right. like, I turn the volume down to, like, one, and uh -huh. I stick it right by my right. ear so that I don't wake my husband up. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm so grateful for the Word of God that is read to me in yep. the same way that it was read to thousands of people mm -hmm. before us. It really was soaked in through audio. So I think there's something to that. Yep. Um, and so I've been listening to the Bible each morning before I get on social media, right. before I open my email, yep. even before the kids get up for the yep. most part. And if they get up before that, then they come and Just listen to me. Just come and snuggle, so. snuggle up, right? <laughs> right. Snuggle up to some Exodus. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. And I definitely feel like I should start doing that. I like to get out the door and get going. And I've been using my walk as my quiet time. But... To go to God first, first thing in the morning. And we were talking earlier on our first try is like, I always had this like <laughs> idea that like I would have my morning quiet time and my Bible would blow open because of the wind and the sun would shine oh, and my yes. latte would be in a perfect heart, uh, probably telling me what scripture <laughs> God wants me to read. And like, you know, and, and that's outrageous. That's never going to happen. You know, I have two kids now. And so like, that's just not going to happen. But like the simple act of just like holding up a, the phone to your ear to just listen to it is so good. And just that, that would put you on the right track. And, and that's so helpful. I think to me personally, I'm personally feeling like I'm going to start that tomorrow. Like why not? Um, and yeah. I want to build that habit yeah. loop into my system. And, and, and so, so to our listeners as well, I, I would encourage you to do the same thing. Um, so Laura, we are done asking you questions. Uh, why don't you just tell our listeners where they can find you, where they can buy your books, where they can see what you do. 
Yeah. So you can find me at lauracasey.com and also at cultivatewhatmatters.com. And you can find my books wherever books are sold. Yeah. Which is so cool. When I go into a bookstore and I'm like, I know that person. That's so Aww. awesome. Um, but Laura, we thank you for, for being on our show twice, even though the first one yes. is, I actually am looking right now at, yes, the recording light is circling. It is okay, recording. Awesome. We're good. I, you don't have to call me again. We're good to go. Laura, thank yeah, you. I love it. Thank you so much for being with us. You have a wonderful day. See you, Laura. Thank you. You too. Bye, TJ. <laughs> okay, so that was Laura Casey. Uh, we appreciate her doing this twice through. Uh, yeah, we talked about being leaders and how sometimes you have to humble yourself. And I finished the first interview and looked down and said, whoops, I definitely forgot to record that. Um, but that's what happens. And that's okay. Um, but I'm grateful for Laura. Uh, and for all that she does, she really is an incredible woman who inspires many. Um, I would definitely recommend checking out both of her books. I've read the first one. Brooks read both of them. Um, they're wonderful. CultivateWhatMatters.com, a great place to be. Um, so, yeah. So thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, we so, so appreciate you as well for tuning in. And we'll see you next time. Oh, <laughs> God just wanted to I'm just about. like, there. Wait. Oh, No. I think I was worried about the, the audio and the, hold on, let me just make sure everything is, everything that possibly can record is recording. <laughs> That's